Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of Gwen's DM. I am your host Gwen Mashoho. I previously recorded an episode about my first time home by experience and people asked me questions regarding buying a new development. So, since I don't have experience in buying new development, I got a hold of my friend Kilebogile who has recently bought a new development to come and share her experiences and to just come and give us ideas of the process of buying a new development. So in this episode I'm recording or I've recorded with Kilebogile. Please note that the views expressed on this episode are those of the participants and do not necessarily represent the views held by their employer. I hope you will enjoy this episode because Kilebukhile had a lot of insights and a lot of information to share with us. So let's get started, darlings. All right, cool. So I previously recorded an episode on my first time home buyer experience and I shared some insights on some of the headaches and the costs that come with that. And a lot of people asked me questions related to purchasing a new development. And I was like, I dude, I don't do new developments. I do secondhand things. So <laughs> I did. we are two different people. <laughs> yeah, so I need to find someone who can actually like give us and I thought of a few people I was like no man actually there's Kilebukhile who can share and actually give people more insights because I think you're in a better position to actually do that unlike me who doesn't even have experience on that whole thing right so just to start off first 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 question so, like, why did you decide on buying a new development instead of a second-hand property like the rest of us? Um, so, for me, it goes from a very long time. I've always known that I wanted to invest in property. So, mm-hmm. I, I remember my first year of working, no, second year of working, after I got my car, every Sunday I used to just drive around and go to um, new development areas or complexes. Um, mm-hmm. And I fell in love with two specific developers, right? So I knew that from there that I'm going to um, either own a property from one of them or both of them. So I followed them very closely for quite some time. Um, mm-hmm. And later on, one of the developers that I love um, ended up... Um, advertising that they're going to develop a new site or complex very close to the place where I used to work. And uh-huh. I went to go see it, and it was actually, there was nothing, it was off plan. Um, but obviously they show you images and virtual reality videos. Uh, but uh-huh. also because I saw them so closely. I used to visit all the other sites as well, and just to check out, you know, the, the finishing, the layout, the quality and stuff like that. And yeah, mm-hmm. I, I ended up just without hesitation um, purchasing the new development. But also for me, it's also because new development, I think it's brand new. So a brand new thing usually just gives you this excitement or joy. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So that's also why I gravitated towards new developments. Just knowing that it's something that is new and it just comes up with an exciting feeling, you know. Um, yep. 
Yeah, plus you don't need to deal with old cockroaches, old spirits. <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. So, like, you mentioned that you bought off plan, right? And yeah. as I was doing my research, I read something about, like, when you're buying a property, especially from a developer, you need to pay a deposit to secure your unit and all of that. And then you pay other costs once the whole thing has been developed. So like from a, a cost structure perspective, so like can you just take us through the whole like rundown of the cost of purchasing a new development, maybe from from paying a deposit to like whatever attorney fees and all of that? Okay. So, um, what happens is this, you are very correct, you need to take out a deposit, so the deposit mainly ranges from like around 20000 to $25,000, um, so, and that, yes. So, sorry, with the deposit, is it like a certain percentage of the purchase price? So there's, so there's two different types, right? So what happens is um, the initial deposit is around 20000 to 25000 So regardless of the amount of the property, so if you're buying a one-bedroom, let's say it's 600000 versus a two-bedroom that's a million, right? You still have to mm-hmm. take out one amount, which is, let's say, 20000 That's for my developer, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then that cost is used for bond registration fees, it's used for lawyer fees, so such as like your fee card, education and verification fees, um, it's used for your water electricity connection fees, um, and mm. any other small fees that might be there, like your title levy, right? And then that's yeah. so there is no other amount that you take out in the fee. Yes, maybe there might be discrepancies, I mean, let's say there's a thousand rand um, that was short. Right, then they might ask you to take it out, but usually don't pay above and beyond that twenty thousand, right? Um, oh, okay. and what also um what also happens is that the developer, remember the developer works with banks, right? As well as mm-hmm. so they form a scheme. So as part of the scheme, then they will say to the lawyer, the money goes to your trust account, and then while it is waiting in your trust account, it earns interest. So once the registration process is done, um, whatever interest that accumulated or was earned in that trust account comes back to you as the purchaser, which is brilliant because I've got, like I said, a significant amount of money, which is great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when you're moving in and you get that 3,000 rand, it's like, thank you, Jesus. Yeah. Um, so, and then the other type of deposit is, which I opted for, it's not um it's not compulsory it's definitely so within i think seven or six months of um while the process was happening before they built my property or while they were building the property um mm-hmm. i started with the developer and i said to them you know what I, I want to take up the deposit like a change of deposit so that at least my monthly um um repay so there is no any other cost that's supposed to be incurred. It's just that once of initial deposit, and then if you want to take out an additional deposit that you want to get your monthly um, 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 repayment costs are reduced, you can also do that. 
Oh, okay. So like based on what you described, I actually mm. now realize that the processes are the same because mm. with a new development, they might call it a deposit, but it still mm. goes through the transferring fees and all those things, you know? So yeah. like it's like yeah. they're selling us a different no, but story. No but remember, with the new development, there's no transfer fee. So it's just basically the bond registration fee and that's it. Um, whereas okay. with you're buying from a second, um, from another person rather, or a second, yes. second hand, but let's say pre owned. If you're buying from a pre owned property, that's when you're going to incur both bond registration because your bond will be registered and you're going to incur transfer fees. So, so if you buy from a second hand, it is a little bit more expensive in terms of the initial fees because you have to pay for two types of fees. So, with you, it's just uh, the deposit goes to the bond, regist- bond registration and all these other costs to set up, like the electricity connections and everything. Yes. Oh, okay, cool. So in terms of the offer to purchase, right? You know, like mm. with a pre-owned property, you'd have a footstools clause, basically, which says that if something is broken, you buy that whole thing as it is. So with a new mm. development, chances of something being broken or like with a window, maybe like with a towel, they're very slim. So do mm. you have a, like a clause which protects you also as a buyer in terms of maybe let's say the pipes are not connected properly or something like that? Yes. So for me, if um, you get an offer to purchase from your developer and it has a footprint clause, I would run away ASAP because that is a red flag. Because remember... No one has ever lived in that place. The developer mm. literally just built the, the place. So um, the de- developer needs to be able to give you a guarantee that whatever I built is actually good quality. And if it's not, I'm willing to fix it. So what happens is um, with new developments, they cover both um, what's a patent defect and latent defect. So you basically have a warranty period, right? So the first part is when you're moving in, before you get to sign for your keys, before you get to sign in for anything else, they need to take you for a tour inside your flat or whatever it is, um, usually like with a construction manager or whoever, and then you guys assess to say, is there any defects, anything broken, whatever. The minute there's anything that you see or they see, you write it down, it needs to be fixed, right, immediately or whenever they can fix it or ASAP, right? Mm-hmm. And then once you've moved in and signed for everything, then you are giving uh, a period, so a warranty period. So it's between some, it's between three to six. I've heard some say it's a year. I've never, um, 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 I don't have any friends who said it's a year, but I know people who have gone to six months, like mine is three months. Um, mm-hmm. So once you've moved in within that three month period, if there's anything that, that's broken or a tile that's cracked or whatever it is that you've not identified before, you report it. So we have a, an app, the developer, it's called a, a snag app. So whatever it is that's broken or maybe let's say through wear and tear within that three months. So let's say maybe the shower door doesn't close like it used to before. It's not your problem. You call them, they will fix it. And even if it's, it's beyond the three months, so there might be certain things. Now, let's say the, the water pressure in the toilet or whatever it is, right, is not um, the best. You can still log a call with them to say the water pressure is not working out after the three months. 
um, can you come and assess? And then they will tell you, okay, no, we will fix it or you might need to incur certain costs. So you are basically covered for any defects that you might be identified between three to six months of moving in and before you move in. Oh, okay. So the cost within the three to six months will be paid by the developer, right? And after the warranty period, if maybe it's something that's expensive, you guys will maybe split the cost. It, 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 it depends on negligence or whatever it is. So if it's something that you broke intentionally, right, or if you've been using it obviously for over six months, they can't say now, no, um, it's our fault. It's basically um, certain things will be assessed after six months, but majority of the things that will be um, at your cost because you've been living there for more than six months now. Oh, okay. So yeah. in terms of, I've seen with other developers like they would sell the property with some of the appliances so like do you get to choose some of the appliances and uh, does that also increase the cost of the property depending on like if you want a washing machine included a fridge and all of those things so how does the cost structure work nope it is all included so as part of your purchasing cost your Fridge, because a lot of these developers now include three appliances, which is your fridge, um, will be your washing machine, um, mm-hmm. and your dishwasher. And some some will have a dishwasher, I mean not dishwasher, a washing machine that's combined with a dryer or separate appliances. It depends. So all appliances that they advertise, right, is included mm-hmm. as part of. So you do not incur anything additional, um, for the appliances. So um. What, what you can incur that is additional is also dependent on the developer. So you will get like a developer who will have three specifications, let's say for, for cupboards, right? Then they will mm-hmm. say, okay, for this wood, if you want the specific color or whatever, it is standard, it's part of the purchase price. But then this, mm-hmm. um, they might probably have like a premium type of wood, for example, whatever. And that might be an additional cost. But usually... Um, like with my developer, they have a uniform and standard design. So the cupboards, fittings, everything will be the same from one unit to another, and there is no additional cost. But let's say with a fridge, you don't want a DeFi, you want a LG. So can you change the brand? I guess, go sell the DeFi and get your LG. They advertise and say that we give you DeFi appliances. If whether you want an LG, you can go see within the day that fridge is used, right? So you can go sell it and then get a, uh, an LG. Oh, okay. And with other units, these days they come with fiber and Wi-Fi and all of those things. So is that also mm-hmm. included or is it like an added cost as well? So that one is an added cost um, because if you don't want fiber in your house, you don't want it. So um, that one is additional cost. It's a, it's a nice to have. Mm-hmm. Okay. So like it sounds like actually for young people that are starting up, especially if you've just started either in a grad program, obviously you straight from varsity, you're staying at res, you don't even have a bed. So mm-hmm. you might as well go for a new developer that will actually give you a quick start with furniture such as washing machine, dishwasher, fridge, right? Exactly. 
Exactly. I I definitely am in full agreement. I vouch for, I think maybe because I'm, I'm biased in that sense, but I vouch for new development completely because remember, it means that that context is still new. So even if as a new um, um, graduate or a new employee, whatever you might be, if you decide in however many years that you don't want to live there anymore, right, you can easily find people who can rent your place or you can invest it or resell it, whatever, easier in comparison to a pre-owned place that might have been existing for the longest period. And another part of it is with the, um, so I think you mentioned in your previous um, insert when you were talking about um, levies, right? So if you live yeah. in a company, you need to pay for levies. Um, as well as a shocker of municipal rates. That was a shocker for me. I thought it was one thing. But anyway, <laughs> but um, generally your municipal rates and taxes and your levies combined for a new development will, are, are so low in comparison to a pre-owned or existing complex that has been there for quite some time. So mm. I'll give you an example. My levies um, that I pay for, for one bedroom unit are so ridiculous because the municipal rates, the municipal rates, I don't know why we're paying for them anyway, but I'm sorry. It's fine. Um, um, <laughs> what do you need? You need electricity <laughs> connection, you need water, all those things. I know, but I just feel like, but what do you guys really do? Because it's more the developer that does the hard work than you guys. So it's fine. You can bloop that out, I'm just saying. <laughs> um, so... So my point was, my levies as well as my municipal rates are not even close to 1.5 combined, you know. Mm. So um, I think, yes, definitely for people who want to invest and have a long-term vision, um, I think new developments are definitely the way to go currently. Yeah. So just in closing, what additional advice would you give to a young, fresh person who's saying, I want to get into this whole property thing and I want to buy a new developer. So like things to look out for, any lessons learned, maybe if you've went to your recent, uh, the AGMs or anything of that kind, how to voice your opinion and all of those things. Okay. So the first advice I would say is whether you're planning to buy tomorrow, next year, in three years' time, start doing your research now like start finding out about different developers and their reputation because that also makes a difference right start finding out about um best areas for new development because remember new development if you want to invest for example it needs to be a place where it's going to be attractive in the long run as well um and ask you know ask people have conversations with people to find out about the process of buying a place whether it's new development or pre-owned or whatever ask people so i generally say i'm that girl um back where i used to work during lunchtime i used to hang with the old people because it's during the, that lunchtime period with the old people you get True. to ask them so many questions because they have experience so mm-hmm. I'd say um, that is the first thing. Like, get as much advice as, as possible. Do your research as much as possible. Um, and even, like, stuff like this, like the podcast, you know, reading about property, property seminars, whatever it might be, get as much information as possible. That's the first thing. And the second mm-hmm. thing for me is once you've collated your information and your research and everything else, when you are ready to buy and you ask all the necessary questions, right, 
make up your mind. So stick to your gut and stick to your objectives. So people want to influence you so badly and tell you, no, don't buy here, buy here, it's better than no. You are the one that's going to be paying for that repayment or that bond every month. You are the one that has to live in that property or if not, it's not going to live in it. You are the one that has to make sure that you get invested for people to wait, right? So do not let people make the decision for you. Yes, people can advise you, but at the end of the day, it's still your decision. That is very important. And um, the second thing, again, because um, not all new developments will be off plan, right? Some mm-hmm. developments will be that uh, there's already structure, there's already um, show units, if you could call it that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, if it's an off plan, I'd advise which is my mistake. Um, first, listen to your agent. My agent advised me on the direction that my flat was going to face. And all I wanted was a view. I didn't care about anything else. And yeah, let's just say I learned a little bit the hard way, but it's not something drastic. It's just one of those things where if I could go back, I would have listened to the agent, right? So when it's off plan, listen to the agent or the construction developer or whatever it might be. And if you can, during the period while they are building the place, go to the complex and go view or go, yeah, go view or see the position or the layout or whatever of that new development because for as long as you have not signed to say you know this is my comp i mean this is my unit you can change your mind right oh okay so, so they can give you another one yes you can change because you have not signed anything like they might you know how people are the agent might be like no but you already signed offer to person like no 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 I have not sat down with the lawyer. The lawyer has not registered the bond in my name. And the place is not yet registered in my name as well. So you have a right to change your mind. But do it as quick as possible so that you avoid any glitches and drama, right? Um, mm-hmm. and, and, and yeah, but then the other thing is maybe not necessarily regarding the actual structure of the complex and stuff like that. The other thing that I will advise is, um, um, like I said earlier on, because you know that the agents, the developer, and the bank, and the attorneys all work together, right? So what happens mm-hmm. is, in a new development, the agent applies to the relevant banks that they work with, right? So let's say there are four banks that they work with. You sign in, let's say, two forms that they can go to bank A, B, and C. So mm-hmm. once you get your quotation, because they're obviously going to give you the one that's lowest to help you out, right? Once you get your quotation of your um, home loan agreement, don't accept it lying down. And you did not hear this from me, but they will also say to you as agents, no, they have a reputation that they need to go with the banks and all of that. Yes, they have a reputation, but you are going to be paying for those monthly payments every month. So don't yeah. get the percentage granted by one bank lying down. For example, I challenge three banks. I went from getting an um, interest prime plus, I mean, yeah, yeah, prime plus to getting prime to getting prime minus, right? So challenge them as much as you can to make sure that you get the best interest possible. And the last thing that I would also say is um, what banks will also do, they will corner you to get what they call a mortgage protection plan, right? To say, just in case you pass on, unfortunately, and you have not paid for the place, um, the bank will make sure that it's covered, right? No. Mm-hmm. As bad as you are, 
get a life cover now because your life cover will be able to cover for your property. So you don't want to be paying for a life cover plus for that mortgage protection plan. Rather get yeah. life cover now and then in case you need to increase it once you get your property, then the amount will not be that significant, you know. So yeah, so yeah. that's one of the things that I was that I, I I learned during the process. Um and I would advise people to be on the lookout for. So start as early as possible in terms of getting all your information together. All right, cool. So like a uh, one last question or second yeah. last question. In terms of <laughs> negotiation, can you negotiate a price with a new development? Um, you also did not hear that from me. <laughs> um, so, so what can happen is, so you know, with new developments, every phase there's an increase, right? Mm-hmm. To, um, to to the property. So if it's in phase one and they say it's six hundred thousand, in phase mm-hmm. maybe three and four, it might be seven hundred thousand, right? Mm-hmm. So some developers, you can get that depending on the situation or where they are located, whatever it is, um, it's not selling as quick, you know. So if you can do your research and you can tell, but no, I know that you've been on this space for a very long time and it's not selling for whatever it is, then you can try and negotiate. But some developers are very difficult, especially the ones that have very good um, reputation. But yeah. try, try as much as you can and you never know. Oh, okay. All right. So uh, the last question, right? Going back to uh, the interest rate. So you mentioned that the agent will go and apply for a loan on your behalf, right? Yeah. Because yeah. now I'm now thinking in my situation where I already know that in a position that I am or where mm. I'm currently working, I'm at a better position because I get maybe like a staff rate or something. So can I tell the uh, the agent that, no, I'm going with this bank because I work at this bank and I know that I've got an advantage of a staff rate? Yeah, you can do that. Oh, Yeah, Mm -hmm. you can do that. Because when when they're applying for you, they don't just go and apply anyway. So they give you a form to say, we have five forms for bank A, B, C, D, and E, right? So mm-hmm. you can do these three, then we're going to apply to all three, and it says who gives you the best rate, right? But for someone like you, who's already in a, a privileged position, then you can tell them up front that, no, I already have somebody else um, that will give me um, a better rate, and I'm going with that. Then they will take everything to your um, employer, or sometimes you don't even need to, to sign. You can just tell them, no, I will give you my, I will submit my particular Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, so I hope people will actually learn a lot because I've learned a lot from this episode. And yeah, so just look out for when I publish. I've already started advertising it. I'll publish it. It will be available on Spotify and on YouTube. Cool. Yes. And I will also advertise on your behalf. Thank you for this. Thank you. It was good. All right. Cool. Thank you. All right. Bye. 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 Hi guys, hands down, buying a new development from a developer has more advantages and less stress than buying 
a property from an existing seller. I mean, like she mentioned things such as obviously you pay a deposit, but the deposit goes towards your bond registration and deeds registration and all of that. Unlike when you're buying property from an existing seller, also known as a secondhand property, as I referred to it, there you need to also pay transfer cost, the cost of transferring the property from the current owner to yourself. And she also mentioned something which was very interesting that especially with these new developers, you actually get a head start, especially when you're a young person that has either started working or you stayed at home and you don't even have your own furniture. So you get things such as a fridge that comes standard with the unit, dishwasher, washing machine those are big appliances that can cost an arm and a leg so can you imagine if you're just moving into your new apartment i'm not sure if you get a bed but at least you can just buy a bed but with the other big appliances you get a head start so i really hope that you guys learned a lot from this episode because personally i did and i really enjoyed it and i hope that this will actually help you comparing with the first episode that i recorded regarding my home by experience and this one just to look at the advantages and the disadvantages but one common thing that she mentioned and i also mentioned in the other episode the one thing that you really need to consider is the location is it closer to work do you have malls shopping centers around that area if it's a new development does it have potential to be in a shopping center to actually generate you income should you want to rent it out so yeah guys keep it going keep it flowing and just carry on keep on searching i hope you find your first dream home or you find your first investment property thank you bye